No one has the balls to stand up like I'm doing right now. Let's stop the crap already. We're all Americans. We're all equal. I don't see black. I don't see Asian. I don't see anything but American. Welcome to One Tough Podcast. A lot of things in the news this week, and let's take it on. We got these two Supreme Court rulings as far as they just came up out of Washington. People are outraged. Now what people are saying, we need uh, 15 more Supreme Court judges. They want as many judges as it takes to conform whatever decisions them themselves. People don't understand this whole abortion ruling. Even Ginsburg, the lefty liberal, she actually stated that they should not have been judging this Roe versus Wade in the Supreme Court. It should not have been the decision there. It is passed down to the states, and let's take this apart. In reality, I support women who want to have abortions. I do. I support it, but I also support the other side, the right to life. I mean, there's got to be a compromise. What happened to compromise? Here's the compromise. There should be a, tr- a certain trimester. When I've seen children born four or five months old, which are 16 uh, ounces, whatever they are, and survive. And they're little babies. They're little babies. That I've seen. There has to be compromise and say we cannot go up to the ninth month when a baby's coming out and you can terminate a baby because that's murder. So let's stop the bullshit. Bull crap. I'm not going to curse. Bull crap. And let's compromise. Abortion, if you don't want to have that child, you abort your child, but there has to be a certain time limit that you have to do that. The other side is, if you don't want that child, go full term. Put the child up for adoption. There are a lot of people I would love children. So that means I'm like a wishy-washy, I guess. I believe in abortion, but I believe in that child's life. And I challenge any one of these pink-haired liberal idiots to see a baby coming out in full term and you tell me you want to kill that child. Simple. Let's cut to the chase. As far as abortion goes, a woman has the right. But make that decision before the baby becomes a full-term little baby. I'm a grandfather. I'm a father. And you want to know something? This issue can be dealt with and stop the nonsense. It's not either or. It's Compromise. Compromise is so important. Now you got these psychopaths. They want to load up the Supreme Court. Supreme Court is working on one thing, the constitutionality. That's what our Constitution was about. We can't change our way of life overnight because you don't like it. That's what I got to say about that. And then we go to the gun law thing there. I got a little bit of a problem with this. I don't want everybody carrying guns. God knows I got a gun permit for Don Imus. Remember Imus in the morning? Years ago. All right, big cowboy. So I take him to the range with a revolver, and I handed him the gun. I said, hit the target seven feet, uh, seven yards away. He goes, bang, bang, bang. He missed all six shots. I said, grab the gun from Don Imus. I says, you will not get this gun back unless you become a proficient in shooting because I don't need people running around the streets here who are not police officers who, who are not trained and don't know what in the hell they're doing. The reality is people should have the right law abiding citizens who are past backgrounds, mental checks too, social media. If the guys are not on social media and it looks like, or she's on the edge of going to flip out mode, I don't want them carrying guns. I carry a gun 
every day of my life, and I've trained, fully trained in it. I think people should have the right to protect their family, protect their house. Just imagine we're sitting across the street at Smith and Walensky, and three guys come in with guns, stick everybody else up. I'm going to react. I carry a gun. I'm going to react. You know what? And the regular people who are not former law enforcement should have the right, law-abiding citizens should have the right to carry firearms. So on that ruling, so we had two Supreme Court rulings, and I think I'm pretty specific about this uh, abortion thing. They're turning it into now. They're turning it into the November election. They're turning the same way as they keep beating up this January 6th thing. Hey, I think my friend Donald Trump was a moron, was a moron for not stopping what happened at the Capitol. Damn it, it's my Capitol too, and you should have came out right away and say, stop it already. This is what we have. We have a, a system. We're no better than what happened on January 6th and letting that happen. We're no better than all these pieces of garbage that were rioting in all our major cities in 2020 across this country, burning things down, assaulting cops, burning down courts. What the hell is the difference? We have to have some assemblance. Then when you get these people who are rioting all over the country, and then like in Colorado, Denver, they gave $12 million to the rioters. Nobody was prosecuted with the rioters. We have America, land of the free, people's rights. I worry about the victims. I'm not worrying about the criminals. Last night I had dinner with a deputy mayor in New York City. I'm not going to tell you who he was. He's the top guy, put it that way. And I explained to him what I've been talking about on our podcast here. There is an answer. And you know what the answer is? The answer is using the laws that are on the books now. There are federal laws. If you're a convicted felon and you're carrying a firearm, 10 years, baby. Bye-bye, dickhead. You get caught with a gun. You're going to jail, okay? Now, we have all these DAs. I think there's over 1,200 ADAs in New York with all the five counties. Of those, everybody's retiring. They're bailing out. You know why? Because they ain't doing a damn thing. They're not prosecuting anything. Here's my idea. Bo comes up with an idea. We establish with the Southern and Eastern District, which compromises New York City. We meet with the heads of the Southern and also the Eastern District. And we tell them, we have 200 DAs. Now what we do is we swear them in, and I've been involved with federal task force, you get sworn in as a federal agent. Once you get sworn in there, these DAs can prosecute federally. So what we do is we swear them in as AUSAs, and what we do is use those 200 DAs to prosecute guns which are being carried by convicted felons. Bingo! Then you put them in jail, and then what will he say? Why wasn't good fellas? Bye-bye, dickhead. That's exactly what we'll say to him. And you want to know something? It'll go down. Crime will go down. And I tell our mayor, Eric Adams, you could be the catalyst across this country for every liberal-run city in New York. New York City, start with New York and let the wave go across the country. Let's go to Washington, D.C. Let's go to Philadelphia. Let's go up to Chicago. Let's show Chicago. Hey, Chicago, with uh, Mayor Lightfoot, the one that looks like Night of the Living Dead, Mayor Lifewood. Five, six hundred people every freaking year are being murdered. And you know who are being murdered? 
my little sons and my little daughters, mostly black and Hispanic. And that's who's being murdered. And you know who they're being murdered by? Not by an active shooter, not by the AR-15. Only 4% of the 21,000 murders in 2021 were these active shooters, AR-15s. These are the illegal handguns. Let's stop skipping over these. Nobody wants to hear the facts. I challenge everyone, go to the FBI statistics. Again, 21,000 murdered in 2021. Approximately 13,000 blacks were murdered. 98% of them murdered. Murdered by other black, not by the active shooter, not by the white supremacists. No, these are the little pieces of garbage, convicted felons running around our streets, shooting over and over, carrying guns over and over, committing all these violent crimes. Why aren't we putting them in jail? And then I talked to a FBI head and he was involved with this gun thing. And I think it's called trigger lock. And he said, we prosecuted eight people. Eight people? I said, why eight people? He goes, because the U.S. Attorney's Office said we don't have the manpower. Well, little Bo is here, and little Bo is going to tell you. One tough cop will tell you. Let's swear in more DAs. Let's prosecute these punks because the word will go out there. You carry a gun, you're going to jail. It's an easy solution, but why isn't anybody listening? We'll see if they're listening. I had a very important meeting, and I'm standing by. And if I have to come out of the woodwork again to support this, I don't care what you do. Make me a deputy dog. Make me whatever you want to do. I'll come back. I'll meet with the U.S. Attorney's Office. I'll help swear in these ADAs to become AUSAs. That would be an assistant attorney for the federal government, and they could prosecute these cases. That can stop a lot of this nonsense. I don't have to listen to this moron brag and all these DAs, and I don't have to deal with an assembly in the state senate of liberal progressive morons that don't want to do anything to stop this violence. Then you get Hokel Dokel up there, this idiot, and all of a sudden, they, all they talk about is AR-15s. Hey, Hokel, why don't you get the real freaking numbers? The AR-15s are not killing our kids. You know who's killing our kids? The majority are illegal handguns in our mostly minority neighborhoods. So get some air. Come up for some air there, Hokel Jokel. And I hope, and I, you know, I support it. Whoever wins, and now today I'm supporting our Republican who won in the Republican primary, and I spoke with him earlier today, and I talked to him earlier today, and I give my full support, and I think everyone should give our full support to Congressman Lee Zeldin. You can beat Hocal Locals, Lee. You're a good man. Let's put everything away, put everything behind us with the inner fighting. There's no inner fighting. There's one thing. Lee Zeldin, our next governor, he's got my full support now, and you want to know something? He could do it. Lee, I know you could do it, so that's that. So some other subjects that we're talking about, you know, like I said, with these gun laws and all that, background checks are important. You know, when I do investigations, I actually use social media, and I talk about this all the time. Social media, these morons, especially these gangsters and all that, they're on social media standing there holding their guns up. Well, you want to know something? Under the law, if you're a convicted felon and you're holding up a what appears to be a firearm, duh, 
you could be arrested. And then if we investigate it, we get a warrant. Go to Judge Your Honor. Look at this video on social media. Jerkoff over here is holding his gun up there, telling everybody about his 9mm. Get a warrant. Knock on the door. I don't think we can take the doors down anymore. So you guys got to knock now. This is a new law that's ridiculous. But knock on the door and say, hey, Mr. Uh, criminal, I tell you what, we're coming in. We're searching your house. Find a gun. Bye-bye. Put handcuffs on him. Bye. And he's a convicted felon. Prosecute him under the federal law. Another one. Bye-bye, dickhead. Bye-bye, dickhead. That's what we're going to do. And this week, if we start to utilize what's there or with the laws that are on the book, I think we certainly can change a lot of what's going on. And then, you know, I read the paper and all that with Michael Goodwin, one of the great writers and all that. You know, this now is starting to—I'm getting nervous because I'm getting nervous for a couple of reasons. Because they're using this January 6th over and over and over again. And then I get calls from— some of my friends here and my friend Raymond Kelly Jr., now he's Raymond Kelly Jr., about, oh, Bo, how can you not support Donald Trump? You know how I can not support Donald Trump? He's my friend for 40 years. Time's up. He's such a negative person with people. Even Republicans hate his person. Why run someone who could be defeated by the Democrats? Let's get a fresh new face. Let's get that governor from Florida or that governor from Dakota's up there. We got some some really good Republican candidates. Let's get somebody that can win in November without, I'm talking about the next presidential election, where can win and carry on. Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, I love you. You had the greatest policies. I'd love your policies to continue. But I think it's time that we pass the baton and we got to win. First of all, November. My Democratic friends, my Republican friends, you got to vote Republican and take out these liberal progressive idiots. I had to listen to this AOC. This is a moron bartender. She has a brain the size of a pea and she's a congresswoman. What, what was her background? Oh, she made a good martini. She didn't know how to shook up the glass. That's right. That's a claim to fame. Now she's a congresswoman. Everything she says, when you try to talk to her in the conversation, she has no brain power. And I'll challenge her anytime. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but she makes me look like one of these guys with the MBA compared to her brain power. Terrible, terrible. And we also have my friend Eric Adams, who did an expose. He realizes he was on the trains. And he realized the Big Apple's bad. Well, Eric, I'm glad you took the train because Big Bird de Blasio, for eight years, didn't have the ball bag to take a train, that punk. And you can't. And when you give him a B plus, Eric, that was wrong. Eric, I love you. That was wrong. You give Big Bird de Blasio a B plus on his report card? How about an F minus? He was an idiot. All he did was lock himself into Gracie Mansion, build a wall, a high wall around, so you wouldn't catch him and Charlene de Blasio smoking those big blunts. That's what they were doing. They never left the place because they were too stoned. Then this moron would get up in the morning. Oh, I'm the mayor. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. All right, get me those SUVs. Take me to Brooklyn so I can walk on my treadmill. And then he would show up at City Hall after 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Hey, is it time for lunch yet? This guy's disgusting. He wants to be a congressman? He couldn't even be a garbage collector. Bill, Big Bird de Blasio, please go away. I get mail. I get mail all the time for me to contribute. They think I'm a Democrat. I changed my party line when I ran for mayor, but they wouldn't accept it. So they got me on the Democratic rolls. Ha-ha, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. Ha-ha, 
I'm an independent. <laughs> so now he's looking for money. You know what I do? I send emails back, and I use some curse words to him about Big Bird, and I don't think they're sending me anything anymore. He's looking for money to burn for Congress. That's the biggest damn joke in the world. So now we have a real problem here. I just learned the great John Miller, who I know for a long time, he's a former deputy commissioner, John Miller, one of the sharpest pieces of work that I ever met, intelligence division he headed up, all that. He's now retiring. John's got to be close to my age. John was one of the best things that the New York City Police Department had. I'll be honest, when Eric Adams became mayor, I met with him. I said there was one request. Well, two requests. I request that he would bring John Miller back, which he did. I'm sorry to see him go because he's definitely the class of the race. And then also Esposito. But Esposito didn't come back. But these are things that, you know what? I'm sorry to say everybody says to me, Bo, why don't you leave it alone? I can't leave it alone. I got grandchildren in this city. I got children traveling the subways. I worry about everybody. I can't leave it alone. I got enough energy back in me. And when they talk to me, and like last night, I had dinner with the top, top, top guy, and I explained to him, you know what? All my career, Bo Deedle never killed anybody. Bo Deedle was shot at. I was hospitalized. I think almost 30 times. I never killed anybody. I think I could be a good voice to help the police officers. But like last night, I leave the restaurant and they got these damn motorbikes, about 50 of them on the sidewalk. The deputy mayor had left and they're driving on the sidewalk and there's three officers on their horses and I don't blame them. Nobody's getting involved because you know why? They're not getting any support. Until we start supporting our police officers out there, and Mayor Adams, it starts with the top, you. You got to let these officers know you're going to have their backs. Please, Eric, until we start supporting them, these officers are not going to jeopardize, one, their job, two, their pension. Now you could sue them, and you can take the damn house away. So you know what? This is not going to happen until we show full, full support for our police officers out there, and it's not going to happen. And now the other thing that really pisses me off today, Samuel Jackson. I think he did Goodfellas with me. I think he was the guy that got shot in the room there. Yeah, I like Samuel Jackson, but shut your mouth. How dare you talk against another black American calling Clarence Thomas Uncle Clarence? I'd like to see a white guy do that. What kind of response? Damn you, that's wrong. You know what, Sam? I like you as an actor. You're a great actor. Shut your mouth. Don't call this black gentleman Clarence Uncle Clarence. That's horrible. That's a racist comment, and you should shut your mouth about that, damn it, because that pisses me off. You're a great actor. Stick to acting. Stay the hell out of politics. Like the other moron there, Alec Baldwin. I ain't doing no movie with him. I ain't doing no action sequences with him. He'll freaking shoot me, that guy. Alex, bye-bye. You're finished. Bye-bye, dickhead. Nobody wants to work with you either. All right. Now, all I know is one thing. What's happening in this state is piece by piece, block by block, they're getting at us. There's a major majority of these Democrats that are running the Assembly, the State Senate. Now the progressive wing feel as though they're not 
progressive enough. So they're running these gaunt, gauntlet of bingo candidates for assembly and for the state senate. Look, at here's the answer again. Everybody that's listening, I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican. I may become a Democrat again. I don't care what I become. All I know is I'm the same person inside, whether I'm a Republican or a Democrat. I'm for right. I'm for people's rights. I'm for victims' rights. I'm for supporting the police, not defunding the police like these morons do. Right now, what we have to do is, I don't care, hold your nose, vote Republican. We got to try to sway this this onslaught of nonsense. And I'm telling everyone out there, please, please, this November, you've got to try voting Republican. I don't care if you're an independent, you're a Democrat, a moderate Democrat. This is what we have to do. We have to change the direction. We have to say enough. When I look at some of these budgets in some of the major cities, when I saw 60 percent of the budget money is going to CRT and telling little children about you can get your penis cut off if you want to be a woman. Whatever you want to do about this, you should be guilty because you're white and guilty. That's a lot of crap. How about 60% of the education is going in that direction in some cities? How about, remember math, reading, writing, and arithmetic and, and teaching people how to speak, teaching about nouns and vowels and all that stuff? I guess that's thrown to the back burner because this is more important. This garbage is more important. Now, I just talked to uh, the chancellor of the New York City Police Department, uh, New York chancellor of New York City, and his name is uh, Mr. Banks, Chancellor Banks. And I had brought to him an educational software that's so great. It's called Beable, like Beable, B-E-A-B-L-E. And let me tell you something. He loves it. You take a student, you take a student who's in kindergarten, and obviously kids are now very apt on the computer. Instead of watching these comical idiot things running around or Godzilla's and all that, you can actually use this software to teach children that they could be anything they want. They choose to be a doctor, a lawyer, or even a cop, or even a sanitation person. It takes that child from kindergarten. You don't wait till they go into high school till they can't read, because I guarantee you, you give an aptitude test of the kids that are graduating in our school system in New York City, Half of them can't read properly, and you know I'm right when I'm telling you this because I know these for facts. How about taking that child, staying with them, whether they're in school or the home, talking to the mother and all that, and guide them to their own direction in life. And they could be anything they want to be. If you want to be, like I said, if you want to be an actor, teach them how to go to acting school. Stay with them. Give them a reason and what their beliefs are. Support their beliefs, whatever it is. I don't care if it's a liberal belief or a conservative belief. Whatever your belief is, you could be anything you want to be. And you stay with that student. If they're dyslexic or if they have learning disabilities, let's help them. Let's help them learn to read. Because if we could get a whole generation that believe in themselves and believe in this great country that you could be anything you want, I'll tell you right now, the criminal element will go down. They shouldn't highlight these little punks on these motorbikes and these rap crap people talking about murder. And then when you get a rap star with a gun that they don't prosecute, this is ridiculous. Let's bring our 
country and our city back. Let's open our arms to take the criminal element off the damn street. I'm not worrying about the criminal element. Oh, they went through. They had no father. I, My father used to beat me with a strap every day if I looked at my mother wrong. You know what? I grew up respect, honor, and that's what it's all about. And we have to protect the victims, and forget about the damn criminals, okay? Let's lock these criminals up. Build more jails. I'm not worrying about them. Oh, they don't have enough room. Well, when you were robbing someone or or, or killing somebody, you didn't worry about them then. And when I locked up the two creeps, the one creep that raped a nun and carved 27 crosses in 1981, I don't really remember, but he said something about my mother. And he took a swing at me, and I clocked him, and I broke his jaw. Yes, I did. And then he wouldn't, he shut his mouth after a while. He cursed my mama. And you know what? He didn't know my mama. And you know what? Damn you. He's been out of jail. I think they ended up doing about seven or eight years for raping a nun, carving 27 crosses, putting a broom into her, and everything else, defecating on her. These creeps, they were out after seven years. What do we have in this city of this country. It's horrible. But this was our podcast, and I thank WABC, and I'm going to tell you something. I apologize if I use crude language, but I think it's a time of awakening, and people have to realize we have to deal with this problem now. Otherwise, we're going to be a cesspool. This is going to become Dodge City, and it's over. Eric Adams, I'm standing by. Please, Eric, you look good. You talk good, but now we got to get the action going. And Bo is ready to come on board again. Out of retirement, Bo is going to come out of retirement if you want me. If not, I'm still here. And again, thank you for listening to my podcast. Apologies on any of my language. And have a great week and great 4th of July. 4th of July is coming up. And remember what 4th of July is about, to honor the freedoms. Everybody hates this country. We're so bad, but yet everybody wants to come here. And you know what? I'm going to stick up for some people right now. I'm going to stick up for the Central Americans that are coming into our country. The majority of them are hardworking people. We should identify them, register them into our country, and welcome to our country. Let them work, let them pay taxes, and let's welcome, like my parents came from, uh, my mother came from Sicily, my father came from Germany. Hey, it's an opportunity, but we can't come illegally. We have to do it the right way, and we have to welcome everybody that comes into this country. America is the land of freedom, and that's why everybody wants to come here. And please, everybody, before we send $200 billion to the morons in Europe that moron Biden wants to do, I'll tell you what we could do with that $200 billion. We could build some more jails and put these scumbags in jail. Talk to you next week. Thank you very much. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.